Remember the old uh, commercial we used to have? Talked about getting around the Ozarka water cooler. Oh, yeah. uh, or whatever the, the water sponsor was at the time. I believe now we are brought to you by uh, Home Purified Homeland Water. At least that's what. Is that, a, is that a fair endorsement? Casey, is that true or not? It's the label on it. Never yeah, I don't know where they're from, but. It's the official water of the Plank Show. Anyway, we used to have that spot. We literally have had that since um, I feel like I walked in the door today. Because I don't know if it's just the excitement of the draft, uh, what's happening recruiting-wise. I don't know, Josh. Oddly being in studio on a Thursday when usually we spend our Thursdays in a good way at Cavens Construction. Cavens Group, CavensGroup.com, Cavens Group on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. I think Gary is on vacay, but how much of a grinder is Gary Cavens? Rumor is he shall join us coming up later on in the program. I think we need to have our roof looked at. Rough realization yesterday, Josh. I guess, I guess when that storm came through uh, on, what was that, Saturday uh, Sunday, Monday, pick whichever day. Guess we got some pretty bad hail at the old Plank household. A little bit oh, worried about things. Not, not good at all. Well, first of all, I do get to hang a little bit more with Chris Smith, so that's always going to be an entertaining thing. Oh, but yeah, Chris is a he's great very, dude. Very nice. Guy. Really knows roofs. Like knows roofs to the point where I'm like, how do you even know that much about a roof? I need somebody that knows a lot about. Here's what I need right now in my life, Josh Helmer. Are you ready? Before we get to some of this. Uh, Recruiting and Jordy Ball stuff? Yes. Okay. Roofer? Maybe, maybe. Number two, desperately, desperately need someone who's not afraid to come over and chop the head off a rooster. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to uh, sit here and try to buy someone to come do that for me. but um, Theoretically. Is that illegal? But no, anyone that can help me understand the humane way to do that, outside of just walking out there and being like, you rooster, you don't shut up, you don't do anything. Maybe like maybe like a rehoming situation. Gosh, yeah, there is that too. There is that. Hey, the last list. Hold on, just a second. It doesn't have to be this grim. Just a second, Josh Elmer. No, maybe it does. Maybe I've learned my lesson because the last quote unquote rehoming that I did while I rehabbed an animal is now the fourth member of our uh, dog slash feline crew, Lucy the cat. So once, oh no, we're honey. Listen, we're just gonna rehab it. We're going to get the surgery. It's only going to be like 2500 It's good. You're fine. It was rehome it. You'll feel better about things. And now I have a cat. It's kind of cool. How's Lucy doing? She's awesome. But Lucy is, uh, this is one thing that I didn't know about cats. Maybe I, maybe I need a maybe I, is there a cat person in here? Like I said, I need a cat person. Like She doesn't sleep. The damn thing is up all night. And it's like looking at you. You're like, oh, gosh, this is, what are you doing, Lucy? They sleep during the day. That's correct. All day long, man. So I don't know what she's doing out there at night. I don't know what's going on out there. Causing mischief. I mean, there's chickens in a chicken coop that she's always trying to get. So uh, I guess I need to add a cat person. And number four, I I really, I think I do find myself getting pretty excited about just watching the reaction in recruiting. I think I have now joined that team because I can't get enough of this text line. Whenever I know, whenever you guys know Parker is coming in and it's going to be recruiting talk or Travis and Tyler and locked in, it's just, it's wild to me how 24 hours ago, Josh, we're sitting here 
And we're celebrating. Hey, look, two sign uh, commitments for Oklahoma, one that was expected, and then I kind of cracked up whenever Parker was ta- Parker Thune was talking about it yesterday. He said he got another notification, and it was, whoa, well, this was unexpected with the Ezekama commitment on what would that be Tuesday night. Right? So everyone's feeling pretty good about things. And literally, like, shifts again in another 30 minutes. It's like – it's like watching the roller coaster of like a stock market or something as far as the uh, momentum and energy is concerned in the eyes of not just Sooner fans, but college football fans across the country, right? It's like, oh, it's all good. Look at they're cr- They just got these two guys. And then all of a sudden there's not a Hayes Fawcett edit or a, or a Hunter – who's Hunter? Or a Parker Thune dropping his projections or whatever, his rival cast, future cast, whatever. But I find myself in a position where I feel like now – I um, I think I need myself a little bit more of recruiting in my life because I, I'm cracking up watching the roller coaster and the wave of emotions on this one. Ride those waves, baby. Oof. But it should be positive vibes. Should be. Yeah, it should be. Should be. But I also <laughs> – I got to stay off Twitter, man. Someone had, had posted, and I hate whenever I don't screenshot these because then I spend an hour trying to look back and find them and forget what I'm looking for. But someone had – uh, tweeted maybe it was maybe it was Josh maybe it was Parker you know about the positive momentum that's on the horizon and the 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 very first comment would be well it'd be a lot nicer if this positive momentum was a little bit closer together and in my mind I think, it was one day dude what it's been one day but yeah recruiting very much a a major story and here's another person that I need in my life so I need roofer maybe I need someone that's going to help me humanely end the life of my rooster. What else? I need a cat person to help me out a little bit. I need a recruiting guru, right, to help me understand this in recruiting. And then I need a um, why is this such a big deal person? How could I describe? In other words, I'm having a hard time, and not in a bad way, just to be clear. The Kevin Sperry stuff and the amount of content that has been created around a guy just changing high schools Am I – I mean, Kiwan Jones' son did it. And it was – there's a couple – Bill wrote a really good article about it. I'm sure that, you know, Pop and those guys have talked about it quite a bit. But it hasn't been like this, oh, my gosh, what's what's going on here? And I, and I know that his son's not committed yet or hasn't – he's made several visits and hasn't committed anywhere at all. But I don't know, Josh. Am I crazy in being – surprised as to how big of a deal that truly became and it's is it a bigger deal than it maybe let me let me pull back let me pull back is it a bigger deal than I'm making it out to be why would you say that it's a big deal or or isn't I would say that oh that's pretty cool he's moving to Carl Albert you know that's that makes that team amazing and there's already an Oklahoma running back target that's there and now you got a sooner commit that we get to watch for two, two years. years right pretty cool to go watch and support and you know, see him play our teams and see that crew come to our town. But then in the same vein, I'm like, man, is it more than just saying, hey, what does it mean? It means that, A, his family moved here, and B, you got to feel really good about the Oklahoma commitment. I guess maybe I just – I don't know where the deeper – and if I'm missing it, please inform me where that deeper storyline is there beyond just the obvious. Well, I think it is the obvious. It's uh, the out-of-state to in-state factor – is interesting. 
makes you feel like, yeah, Kevin Sperry. And we we felt this way uh, with his commitment. It just seemed so rock solid from the beginning with uh, the way that he talked about Oklahoma and the media rounds that, that he did make immediately after committing. And yet now this just takes it up another level. I mean, this this thing would be shocking if Kevin Sperry doesn't end up signing with Oklahoma. The family's moved here. Now you get to, to watch his development for two years. Yep. So – yeah, I mean, beyond that, I don't know that there's okay. much to it. All right. It's great for the state of Oklahoma. I mean, high it school really football, is. it's great for the state. The, the the quarterbacks that we get a chance to see on a Friday night around this state, well, I mean, I know that we're at a recruiting disadvantage, Colin Coward. But in, in fairness, there's not usually the mass numbers like this, but there are there's some D1 QB prospects that are coming through this state, and it's it's pretty awesome. So that was the other. Here's the final person that I need, Josh. So um, humanely ending, I don't even care if it's humanely. I need a rooster person. I need a roof person. I need a recruiting person. I need a cat person. Cat whisperer. Whisper. Help me out here. Is this thing plotting my death? I need a, I don't really know, a perspective giver maybe on the massive nature of the story or at least how it became in the state on, on Kevin Sperry's transfer. I guess the final person that I need is just like a true therapist, a true sports therapist here in the most corny, cheesy way I can put it. Every single one of my podcasts I listen to has a, uh, what is it, uh, something help is the advertisement. I'm like, yeah, I'm listening to this story about a cop who shot his partner. I probably need a little help after going through this whole thing. But I need like a sports therapist because – I'm going to be fascinated to see what the wave of reaction is going to be to some Jordy content that's going to be coming out over the next 24 to 48 hours. And not in a in a good way or a bad way. But I talked to Mitch Sherman, who's with The Athletic yesterday for a really long time. So it was the first chance for me, Josh, outside of our show on Monday in our opening segment. It was kind of the first chance for me to jump on and, and go in depth with someone else about it because I'm still uh, – I'm still in absolute shock by some of it that is that has taken place so far. Oh, I found my rooster guy. I found my rooster guy. Let's go. Yeah. Never mind. Okay, I got a rooster guy. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. But, yeah, let me get back to the point. We're not going to get ADD'd on the show. Josh, how do you think the overall reaction is going to be whenever – you know, you have those on Twitter that say, I think I think it was our buddy Brad Lund that's like, hey, follow the money on this. And when Jordy comes out and is confirmed by everyone involved, there's not an NIL deal there that they use to persuade her. There's not. She's in in fact I was talking to Mitch and I don't think he'd mind me sharing this. I, I was sharing it with TJ and Drake in the hall. But Mitch said, Hey, after I you know, I talked to everyone for a, just a full on piece for the athletic, just for Nebraska fans. And, you know, Oklahoma softball fans are going to consume that content as well. But what's fascinating to me, Josh Helmer, there's going to be some things said that are going to give a real interesting perspective on just how much of a, of a challenge it was for Jordy Ball to be away from home. You know, just how – and then also in that, like I was talking to TJ, that challenge of 
you know, maybe maybe it was just the win streak. Maybe it was the only expectation was a championship. Maybe it was you better not lose a game. I don't know, whatever it is. And you heard it from Patty Gasso when she was talking about afterwards. You just you guys don't understand how crazy this truly was. I'm paraphrasing, Coach. But by literally as draining as it was. So I'm real intrigued throughout the day, and, and I think the story's going to drop here in a bit. But there's a quote from her dad, and like I said, I – not, not, I, I didn't even hardly know Dave. I had a chance to meet him a couple times. It always seemed like a great dude. But they had two sons, so it was hard to them to get to every game, right? They, I know there were some road trips they didn't get to go on. But the quote that Mitch was telling me about was along the lines of, hey, you know, that pressure was unlike anything that anyone could imagine. And I don't know, Josh, I'm just – I'm going to be real interested to see if it maybe has some people saying, man, maybe I got to chill out a little bit. Or, you know, how do you even – the toothpaste is out of the tube, right? I guess this would be one of the great examples of OS. How can we get this back in and chill out a little bit? Because I don't think that's going to happen. And I think as the investments grow, the expectations are going to grow. And I don't know how much higher they can get than, you know, losing one game and sweeping through the College World Series. I mean, that's – Longest winning streak in the history of college softball. You almost feel as if the only thing that can happen from here is, is kind of a relief, right? Right? <laughs> because eventually, if you're building a ladder to heaven, you're gonna, you're not getting there. And I mean, you're eventually at some point that incredible level of eliteness and greatness that they're playing at, you know, you just can't get any better. So I guess my point is, I don't, I don't think you let up on the pressure. I think we do say pressure is a privilege. But, man, I, at what point is it like, all right, let's, everybody just calm down. Let's step back here a little bit and take a deep breath because this is getting too crazy. Or do you embrace it and say, let's freaking go, man. What? Let's take this thing to a place it's never been seen before. And guess what? If we don't get there, if we come up short, good luck in trying to catch what we've already done, right? I just I, I kind of look at that freeing side of it to where it goes from, oh, my gosh, we better not lose to – Hey, we haven't lost in a long time, and we don't plan on losing again. And it's going to take your best and our less than best to beat us. I mean, I think it's going to be real fascinating to see how people kind of handle the way in which the expectation level and the dynamics of playing at a championship program like OU can be a little bit taxing mentally. And I wonder how many people will read that and say, well, by God, that's what you signed up for, man. Let's go. I I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I think – Probably it'll be more positive reaction than negative. And you almost wonder how everything plays out hypothetically if the same situation was involved at, say, Nebraska. I mean, is this just pressure mixed with homesickness? Do you know today I'm, I'm 40, 48 years old? I'm 48, and I told this to you the other day, right? Today's your birthday? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just. I was looking at what today is on the, the year. I, I stopped counting at like 42, and so every so often it's like 23, happy 20, birthday, 75, and yeah, that's 48. Holy smokes! But I'm 48 years old, and still to this day, to this day, there might be a conversation with my mom at least once a month, or. A mom, my mom conversation to my wife of, well, you know, really be nice to have you guys around here. I, and I don't know how many of you still get that. And maybe it's because you have awesome grandkids and they just want to be around them more. But I'm just saying that that pool of home is something that 
for me, never went away. At least the desire to want me there. Now, I'm sure if my sister moved away, they'd be fine with her staying away. But I'm kidding. But the reality is, Josh, I, uh, I know what that's like. I, I know to feel that. I felt that after one year of being at college, and not just the pool of being known you're missed, but also, Josh, the pool of friends and the pool of, hey, you'd be able to do this here and we could go do that. I grew up here. Right. But in the, um, in the end, you know, some people are like, hey, that's great, but I'm going to stay here. And others are like, you're right, I got to get back. And, and there's always going to be a bit of regret on both sides when you look forward, e- even the tiniest bit. You're like, if I would have stayed there, I could have won the next two national championships. Or if I wouldn't have come if? home, I couldn't have spent that last year with dad. What, you know, varying degrees. In life, when, <laughs> in life, when you make big choices, there's always what if. So, I guess in a very circular, sometimes cynical way, getting back to that other guy I need – I, I need some Argyle. I need somebody to help me, you know, kind of wrap this into a ball and understand how we're supposed to feel about this. Because in a society that prides itself on now, oh, you need to take just take a deep breath, take a couple of days, take some get your mental health right. I completely understand it and get it. It's sometimes it's sometimes hard to say, hey, this is part of it. Let's freaking go. And I wonder. I wonder how that's going to be received and what the the fallout is going to be from this. Because I'm completely understanding and sympathetic and agree. My wife and I were talking about this last night. That mental health stuff, man, that is important. You've got to focus on yourself, especially as a student athlete, especially as a coach, especially as anyone. But there's also, you know, that side of you grind for four years, and then you could be set for life on, you know, any entity. So I'm just, I don't know. I think it's going to be an interesting fallout over the next couple of days. All right, tonight's the draft. You want to have a little uh, nerdy NBA draft talk when we come back? Sure. Talk draft to me. Your texts are already lined up, 405-651-3439. It is a Thursday edition. Cavensgroup.com brings you the Plank Show. Do you know what I couldn't stop hearing yesterday, Josh? <clears throat> All day long. What's that? That saw. And then I was listening to Steel Man, and it's all I could hear. Literally, I bl- it's your fault, Drake Dykin. Because I hadn't even noticed it with the door open or anything, and then Drake came by and shut the door during the show yesterday. And then from, from that point forward, I'm like, what is that saw? You, you could definitely hear it listening to those guys. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how you could. <laughs> I felt bad for Parker. Felt bad for Parker. But we're here on a Thursday in the Buffalo Wild Wings studio on a Cavens group kind of a Thursday. I will say there is one thing that makes me a little bit sad about not being at Cavens, Josh. Um they have one of their employees, I think her name's Christy, that always has, like, goodies. Maybe a brownie, Rice Krispie treat, cookies, healthy breakfast bars. I am to assume there will be no side dishes with today's program. You don't see any treats being delivered, maybe? <laughs> I, yeah, no, I, I, I'm not forecasting that. It's my cheat day. I had it worked in for my cheat day last night when I had a fried pie. Bro, we went and got a fried pie last night and did it at Arbuckle's. Is that where um, – yeah, we, my daughter's that at camp. pretty good. We went out there. Yeah, it was really good. What uh, What'd you get? I got like 24 of them. Um, you name it as a flavor, we got it. Let me try it out. I'm a big peach guy. Okay. So I get the peach one, and that's what I hammer on the drive home. And then when I get home, you store the rest. We had a coconut. 
last night that was really good. Hmm. In case you can't tell, the actual food diet has gone to S. We are walking regularly, though, so there is that. Tremendous. I ju- and I mowed the other day, and I sweated a lot, so I justified it by Look at all that energy I exerted there. Yeah, no, you're, you're really doing good. Parker fooled me yesterday, and I feel like maybe he fooled a couple of you, too. Oh, no. We do have sweets coming today. Are you serious right now? Let's go. Is it Connor? Happy birthday, Connor. I hope it wasn't a surprise party. Well, if it was. By the way, Connor never listens to us, so that'd be fine. Yeah, probably we're in the in the clear. There's, way. There is no way that he's listening to this show. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, dude. Okay, so Parker fooled me last night, and apparently he's fooled a few of you on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. I think it was True who first brought it up. But the uh, the tweet that old Parker Thune sent last night showed a picture of Jaden Gibson and the headline. And I, I'm even afraid to read this tweet because I could see someone that like just hears part of this and then goes in. Did you hear that Jaden Gibson 6'11 now? <laughs> yes. But Parker Thune retweeted a story, and I didn't see the retweet, and I didn't see the connection to the other story. With the Hunter, Hunter Dickinson thing. Right, because in full perspective – like Bill Self came out and like, oh my gosh, he's tall as bleep. And had him at what do you have him like seven six or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he left Michigan. He was he was seven foot. Now he's seven six. And and Parker retweeted that and said, Britt Venables on sophomore Jaden Gibson having another growth spurt. Quote: I'm not lying. He's tall as f, which is exactly what Bill Self said. Uh, arrived at six five, rumored to be around six eleven with eyeball emojis, and I'm not kidding, Josh. I just saw that and I stopped and I thought, "Wow, why is Porter Moser not talking to Jane Gibson right now? What are we doing?" And then I scrolled down and realized he was making a joke. But yeah, it, Jane Gibson, I can confirm, is not six <laughs> eleven. <laughs> yeah, well, that has been the the viral. Joke, I guess. Oh, well the last done. Couple of days. Well done. And and the funny part of it is that uh, Parker, I think, I think whenever he fe- he had to go back and explain it, and now I was like, why do you feel like you have to explain it? And then I looked up and I was like, yeah, no, um, the the replies, it makes sense. yeah, they're fantastic. <laughs> There's a few guys that wanted to go ahead and just give him the Heisman. Our offense will be unstoppable. We'll just throw it up if he's six eleven. Yeah, it's it's kind of amazing. I'm the, uh, I didn't see that reply. I'm just making fun of what I could imagine they look like right now. <laughs> kind of amazing the uh, creativity people have. All right, as we welcome you uh, back into the Plank Show on a Cavens Group, kind of a Thursday, the one thing that we do have tonight is the draft. OKC only has one pick in the first round for now. But if I understand all of these future Oklahoma City Thunder draft pick sites and things of that nature, this will be the last season until 20, seven, 20, uh, 2029 where OKC has only one first-round pick. And to kind of give you an idea. Now, again, there's some restrictions on a few of these, but next year OKC has four first-round picks. In 2025, OKC has four first-round picks. In 2026, they have two. In 2027, they have two. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I give it 2028. They only have one first-round pick. So this will be the last year until 2028 that OKC doesn't have multiple first-round picks. 
But yeah, Josh, the way that things are sounding, and I don't know, again, who to believe and who to not, because Sam Presti's pretty good about being clandestine in his organization. Expect this to be an active night for OKC, trying to be a little bit more additive, knowing they have a pretty good core now, and what did I just say, eight picks in the next two years, at least for now? See them being active and moving up and trying to add players tonight. I don't know that I necessarily totally see it. I'm probably leaning more toward they just pick where they're at, but I don't think it's going to be – I mean, it wouldn't be in any way shocking if, A, yes, they tried to climb the board, or if, B, behind the scenes they're, they're working for – I. You know what? Matter of fact, I think it'd be more likely versus them trading up in this draft. I think it'd be more likely they use assets to go get a proven commodity elsewhere. There's Make some, a trade. Okay. I'll give you one player who's been rumored to be dealt that you can get tonight. And you tell me which one is number one, number one in your mind. DeAndre Ayton, Carl Anthony Towns. I don't, I'm not going to mention Dame Lillard, but Dame Lillard's being mentioned. I don't see him coming to OKC. Chris Paul, uh, who am I leaving out? Oh, Zach Levine. Those are the the five. I feel like I'm leaving someone out, but just oh, um, oh, you, you, Trey Young. But again, I don't. I don't. Carl think so. Anthony Towns. I mentioned him. I mentioned him. Well, that's that's the one. That's the one. Oh, I like Cat a lot. I think he's a. I know he gets knocked as being soft, but do we know what Chet Holmgren's going to be yet? No. I mean. Dude, I'd love to have Carl Anthony Towns in well, OKC. How about both? <laughs> why, why, why don't you just tell me which center you would like to have on your team? It's a good – I mean, if you could get like a – okay, let me add one more then. Zion Williamson. Depending on the price tag, yeah. The The upside there, he, he reminds me a little bit, and this is probably not the greatest comparison – because I think Zion Williamson is is a better player when healthy. Upside's upside's better, but it's it's kind of Bynumish. Andrew Bynumish with Zion. It's like, are you is he actually going to play for you? Right. Okay. I got it. I got. <laughs> I got to take a break. But literally, <laughs> I think Patrick just broke me on the text line. <laughs> Did you see? As we go to a break, I, I want to talk more draft with you. Now, Zion Williamson is projected to be traded tonight. I I went back and oh, I man. consume way too much draft. See, Jarita, now I consume way too much draft content, so we can really nerd out if we want to. But in the middle of of watching this, uh, Patrick tweeted or texted at us on the Jaden Gibson uh, viral tweet from Parker Thune about him being six eleven. Quote: Doesn't matter. Jane can't catch the ball. <laughs> Stop. We find him. Put stick him on his hands if he's 6'11". You broke me today, Patrick. Well done. All right, we got a break. Zion. I think Cat would be one. I would love to see how NBA teams can gauge the committed nature of Zion, right? Because when, when he was first getting going, it's like, at his size, he's doing things that you shouldn't be able to do, but he hasn't been able to stay on the court. And how much does he care? And how much does he is he paid and he's happy? And I, I heard Ryan Rossillo say something the other day. Yes, I I've, I've was listening to Bill Simmons and Ryan Rossillo. I thought it was great. 
And he said, you know, when I watched this guy play at Duke, he just seemed like he was having so much fun. And now I watch him, and it's just he doesn't, it's not, he's not that smiling guy anymore. It doesn't seem like it's fun for him. So that kind of concerns me, too. It's a good point. I don't know what to make of Aiton, but I'm not going to complain if you go get him. I know he's oh, not be, be a good piece. defensive guy. But anyway, draft tonight, and no, Jane Gibson is not 6'11". Those are the two major goals we accomplished in this segment. All right, when we come back, good start to the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. We'll check in next on The Ref. All right, it's a Plank Show right here on The Ref. Hour one brought to you as always by, oh, that actually almost worked, didn't it? See, I could have been an FM DJ if I wanted to, Josh. 19 till 41 past the hour. Red Hot Chili Peppers. See? Van Hoos Fence purchase. Well, I'm sorry. 405-735-1167. VanHoosFence.com. I never really wanted to be an FM DJ, though. We had too many hot takes to spew out. What a short their little frame was to talk. I know. You, you still could, though, if you'd like a little extra work. Here's a quote from Jordy Ball that I've, I'm, I've found fascinating. Is the story out now? The uh, No. I don't believe so. Hold on. I, I hadn't double-checked. When, will, when will Mitch be publishing? I think it's today. I think, he's, I think I was one of his final calls. And again, there's nothing answer. I, and I feel like I need to address something, too, off the show because of a couple of texts that caught my eye. At 405-651-3439. But let me get back in my scatterbrain mindset to this quote from Jordy. I wasn't aware of how much I needed balance until you leave home and you're seven hours away from everything that means so much more to you than the game itself. And then I realized I can't love the game itself if I don't have these other things in my life that I love so much. Everything gets out of whack. Describing herself as a homebody. So that got me... That got me thinking, Josh. We had a conversation with Jordy, and I've been trying to find it and trying to find it in the preseason. At one, I think it was at one of the Rudy shows. And I had laid out our schedule. I'm like, Jordy, man, warrior. Right up at 5 a.m., have your schoolwork done by 6, out of the gym by 7, breakfast, and then you're off. I'm like, hey, t- take me through what that regiment, what that – you know, having a having a constant, right? This is my routine. This is what I do. What's that like? And literally, it, it shook me because she said, you know, I, I'm, I'm finding other things. I was like, whoa, <laughs> good for you. But fi- no, not anymore. So I, I'm, I'm looking for it. I've been looking for it for like two days, and eventually I'll find it. But hey, man, I it this wasn't about expectations why she left. This was homesickness. And I, I hope that no one took – you know, one quote, and this is part of the problem whenever we think about a whole segment and a whole story, you can pull one point or one quote, and that can end up being all you take from it. It's like, well, what I took is that Blank said that the expectations are too high here. No, that's not my point at all. I mean, we're, if you put Norman, Oklahoma, where Lincoln, Nebraska is, then Jordy Ball would still be pitching for the Sooners next year or have her be a Norman kid. When's the last – I need to come home, Norm and I, that we benefited from. Trey, right? Trey, I st- stay, I home. stay home. Broyles, Ryan Broyles. I, I can't think of anyone that had been gone and then came back. David Stone. <laughs> We're hoping. Da- David Stone, yeah, that's good. Coach T is on the Riverwind Casino jackpot line, and anytime Coach T is on hold, he doesn't have to wait. What do you think, Coach T? What? Coach T. 
Hey, you got those fried pies. My God, I'm ready for a couple of those. Man, those are awesome. I will say, um, you do not feel good about yourself right afterwards, but the <laughs> the moment of pure bliss from that fried dough hitting your mouth and the combination of that flavored, gooey, peachy goodness, worth it. I don't know, man. I don't know. Pretty damn good in my book. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to have a couple. I was down at Norman. I wish I'd have known you'd have brought some to work. I'd have well, hold, hold, hold on. Now, wait a minute. I'm not in the sharing mode on these yeah, he's, things. He's, he's, I not, he's not passing these out. It's not like I showed up at the front desk today with my pies. And by the way, are Connor's treats here yet for his birthday? Because I'm ready for some no, sweets. No, don't worry. Not I'm, on, I'm right. on the lookout. I'll what's, let you know. What's on your mind, Coach T? Well, uh, I know one thing. Those guys in that submarine – they ain't, they ain't around no more, and I feel sorry for him and rest in peace, but uh, that ain't a good deal. It's not and, a good uh, deal at all. Yeah, it's a sad story. Oh, that's bad. And then that tornado yesterday when I saw Val Castor grabbing that guy up there and his wife was blowing dead. Oh, my God, that's terrible. That was, yeah. Terrible, terrible, terrible. All right, Coach T, have a good day. Hi, uh, oh. and I'm kind of tired of Jordy Ball stuff, man. She's history lessons. Let's move down the road. New stuff. New stuff. Adios. Have a great day. I don't disagree with him. I just, I felt like I had a, I had a PSA to provide for at least the content. I talked to someone and they had joked, oh, it's, it's, it's the media tour, baby. It's like the, it's like the Royal family has come to America. It's a true media tour. Jordy, did the press conference. She's doing a live podcast. She was on the Nebraska. I don't know if they've done a radio network appearance with her on Cootie's show up there, but it's a true, legit Josh media tour. So, and, and you know what? For Jordy Ball, it probably it should be. Right? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's I, a exactly. Star. So, Coach T, I'm I'm not disagreeing with you, and you're what? Listen to this. You're 100 percent right, Coach T. But I just wanted to for today, to this day, or wait, on this day, changing it, to, to say, it's going to be some interesting content coming out. And Jordy has reached out to many to make it very clear, none of this is anything negative about Oklahoma or the Sooner softball program or Patty or Jada or Rocha or, or JT or anyone. This is all about what she, wanting to be home. Yeah, what she wants, what makes her happy in her life. Because I think – I, I just based too on what you know. I, I bring it up early in the reaction on the text line. I think that you can see some things and interpret them maybe differently than others might, or what the intent was. That's that's the main reason, Coach T. I brought it up. Now, as far as the uh, oh, you want to add one more sports thing before I get to the summary? Yeah. Why uh, why the media tour? Do you think? Uh, I think they want to – Great demand, obviously, to speak to Jordy. Right. But why for Jordy? Is it the – and this is the interesting part is the, the pressure angle. I think you can almost make an argument there might be more pressure there than here. That's – yeah. I, I don't do not disagree. You're 100% right. Because it almost seems like Jordy in this this media tour and on and on and on, she's really putting the pressure of I'm trying to build this program. Right. Kind of, kind of myself here, and and taking it on, and you know, again, being home, I think makes that easier, sure. But uh, I don't know. It's almost like this media tour is, hey, let's get Nebraska softball 
headed to where OU's at. And there's that massive expectation that she's putting on herself or that that program's putting on her, which it's Jordy Ball. You're going to have those types of expectations that she could take you to the Women's College, College World Series and beyond. I, I would almost – I would almost make the argument that if there was any concern about the pressure making you unhappy, right? I'm just I, I'm vamping here, guys. I'm just out of my out of my own kind of little existence. Maybe in her world, she said, "I, I know the pressure is going to be there because it's my hometown, and people are going to be excited that I'm there, and I'm not going to have probably as a good. Well, I'm not going to have as good of a roster around me, and I'm not going to have as good of a defense behind me, but I'll be able to hit." And I'll be number one, number one. I can handle that pressure better if I have my family unit, mom, dad, my brothers right there. And maybe at the end of it, as much as I would argue, dude, there might be more pressure what she's doing to herself right now. I guess the counter would be, in her mind, and how she's diagnosed this, she's in a better spot because she's closer to or she's sure. home. Yeah. home. Not closer to home, home. This is really good stuff on the text line. We'll get to it next. I keep promising and never get to it. I'll give you two segments of it. Plus, I, it's a Cavens group, kind of a Thursday. We might be in studio, but uh, Gary and the crew always here for you. Cavensgroup.com. Who, uh, what, what channel is doing the submarine coverage? I figured this would be like a CNN thing, but. Is it not on CNN? It's not. It really. Nothing on Fox News. I'm not real. Oh, maybe headline news. <laughs> headline news. Vengeance. Killer family. Evil in-laws. Oh, I'll totally watch that. Yeah, I figured there'd be like a network, though, that kind of give us updates. I mean, those... Is it true that they're about to release a documentary on this deal already? Apparently so. I guess there was How something in the possible? works. I Can I tell you what fooled me on this whole story? Is everyone was talking about the... The stepson, of yeah, the that billion- wanted to go to the Blink One Eighty Two concert, yeah, and was like tweeting. I thought he was tweeting from the vessel, and I was like, "How are they not finding them? He has his cell phone on. Can't you just locate the phone? Why? Why could you just tell me where the vessel is?" But then I realized, "Oh wait, okay, I get it. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm dumb. He's supposed to be the sad son. His father's missing. Meanwhile, he's responding to models on Instagram, and he's at the Blink One Eighty Two concert while his." stepdad's unaccounted for just a bunch of uh billionaires right just a bunch of billionaires man i uh man i hope they find i hope man i just it, it doesn't look good doesn't look good and and you the, know, there's all sorts of theories that you know maybe it's not a running out of oxygen situation today that this thing could have been over a couple of days ago gotcha. here is a really good text message from sean by the way, he has arranged for an accident to happen to Boss Hog, my rooster. Who has? Sean has. We, well, I, an, an unnamed source, <laughs> know, yeah. parts unknown. <laughs> he writes, the pressure on the program isn't going to lessen. It's what comes with winning and expectations. It what's, it's what gets your coach $1.6 million in a non-revenue sport, a new stadium, and guaranteed NIL for softball players. There is no going back. As far as Jordy Ball, she wanted to go home. She'll probably never not live any extended period outside of Nebraska again. You might be right. Someone had texted about how Atlanta Vauder was a teammate of Jordy's on Nebraska Gold, and the question was posed, could 
could she be off the pitch with Jordy? Yeah, no, I don't think anyone's going to be pitching with Jordy. I think this is going to be Jordy show. The Jordy show. And I can't I can't wait to follow it. I wish it was, you know, happening in 2025 in year one of the SEC for Oklahoma, but that's fine. I'll I'll watch from afar. That's that's a lot of innings. A lot of innings, people. Coy writes, if I would have told you that Thursday, before the champion the second championship game, would have been Jordy's last game wearing the Sooner uniform, you and almost everyone would have thought I was crazy, and I probably wouldn't have even believed myself that I said it. But at that point, Coy, I would I, I would have said, Yeah. There's some out there. Now, if you would have said that before the World Series started, I would have been like, yeah, no way. What are you talking about? But by that point, I think there was, at least for me, there was quite a bit of buzz building that something was beyond just, hey, these rumors that started to, for me, circulate to the TV crew. All right, quick break. When we come back, like I said, really good tech stuff today. Uh, And also a little Easter egg that Cole Kubler gave us yesterday on the ref.